It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hola, soy Osvaldo Ardiles. Come and meet Rick Villa and me at the Spare Show Live on May 19. I see you there. Tickets at live.spareshow.net. See you there. Bye bye. Hello and welcome to the Spurs Show. I'm Barry Castanola. After coming from behind to beat Swansea at the lane, do we now dare to dream? With the red lot down the road, losing to a B team fielded by the red and black lot from up the road, we are now facing one of the most crucial weeks in recent history. Mind the gap? Will there be no St. Totteringham's Day this year? Still 33 points to play for, and let's face it, we've blown it before. But something feels a little bit different this time. Resilience, team spirit, work ethic, goals coming from multiple players, six league wins in a row for the first time since 2011, and a healthy goal difference. But let's not get too excited just yet. But things are looking rosier than Harry Redknapp's Dog's Bank Balance. (laughs) Joining me today are comedian, writer and actor Paul F. Taylor. Hello, Paul. Hello. And also Simon Cantor, editorial director at Haymarket Publishing, whose many titles include 442 Magazine. Hello, Simon. Good evening. (laughs) And uh, we're all in a fairly buoyant mood here, aren't we, today? Oh, yes. I'm feeling joy. It's, are you, I mean, are you daring to dream yet, Paul? I'm dreaming. I'm living the dream. This is this is the dream. <laughs> this is the dream as it's happening. Yeah. We are in the dream. We're in it now. Don't pinch me. I mean, I have been holding off from thinking that we could actually win the title. Uh, and I went along Sunday and one nil down with all the chances that we had and that amazing performance from Fabianski. I started to think it's going to be just one of those days. And then the equaliser. And then that there was something about the atmosphere in the ground when that second goal went in, when I think the whole ground went, just maybe... Simon? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. It was extraordinary. But I, I'm old enough, and I was actually thinking on the way down, when was the last time at this kind of stage of the season I was thinking, yeah, we could, we could actually win this? 
I think it might be 1967, um, because I really don't count the year that Harry Redknapp kind of abdicated. Mm. You know, we were in a good good position, January, February, going into that Man City game when we came back to 2-2, and then we had the disgraceful stuff that happened with Scott Parker and so on. That was probably the last time that, that around January, February, we were thinking, yeah, maybe, 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 but... 67. That's that's my bet. Anyway, that was the last time I can. I, I going into the last few weeks of the season, we really had a sniff. Paul, 67, obviously fresh in your memory. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> I was not alive, um, but <laughs> I don't have any memories that are like this. There's nothing. This is it. This is as good as it's ever been for me. I mean, 2011 was an interesting one because um, we were... I mean, everyone talks about 10 points. I'm sure that we were 13 points ahead of, of Arsenal at one point uh, in, uh, in sort of February time. But anyway, at, at least 10 points ahead. And uh, we've been talked about at that point, weren't we, as genuine title contenders. And I, I still don't think it was um, Redknapp being linked with the England job. I don't believe a manager would suddenly go, hang on a minute, I might have another job. I'll tell you what, I'm going to mess this one up. I just don't, I, I, can't, I can't see it. I just, I Why think, would you do that? That's ridiculous. No, exactly. I, I, I think he played the same 11 so often that they got tired and it was fine uh, with Redknapp when we were playing good football and when things were clicking, but the minute we lost a couple of games and there was that, obviously the 5-2 at Arsenal as well as the Man City game that Simon talks about. I don't know. I'm, 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 a, I'm, I'm a cynic and, and uh, for me it felt like Harry was kind of briefing uh, I might be wrong and that may be unfair but but certainly the press were, were, were promoting him in a way that made it very difficult for people not to believe that Harry Redknapp was about to leave Spurs and that must have had some effect. The, the results went backwards during that period. After the Newcastle game, when we thrashed Newcastle, and we had that run of results where we didn't do very well. And then f- after Hodgson's appointment, of course, suddenly the results picked up again. And we did well right at the back end of the season. But what, what do you think that effect could be, though? You, I mean, the, the, the players, if they think they're in with a sniff of, of, of possibly even winning the title, or certainly getting in the top three and automatic qualification, I, I don't... I just don't... I, I just never bought that argument myself. I just don't see how the, the players would suddenly be like, Oh well, he's going to be off at the end of the season. It's not like we were teams sort of mid-table or languishing no, the bottom. Yeah, it's I'm, almost like there's no motivation for the players, is what you're saying. Oh, the boss is off. Ah, yeah, come on, let's tools down, lads. I think it's more that he just didn't didn't have a plan B. Redknapp, he had some great players, and when the, when the team was playing well, fantastic. But as soon as we that that confidence was not, I, yeah, I don't think. He I'm, I'm really just being spursy. I'm, I'm seeing <laughs> mischief everywhere, and, and my sons hate me at the moment. They, 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 the little WhatsApp group we have, the little Canterboys Spurs WhatsApp group they they, 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 they they harangue me all the time for my negativity because like Paul they, they've they've never known anything like this in their lives and so they believe in a war and and I don't know the, come on the, you should believe I, 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 the, well, all right the <laughs> thing that the thing that I that is definitely definitely different is the defense and you know this team is not going to lose a lot of football matches because it doesn't concede goals I think we've conceded more than one goal in the league only three times all season Stoke Swansea Newcastle and that was two goals on each occasion 1902 something like that ridiculous the, the, the last time we were at this stage of the season having conceded so few goals and Toby Alderweireld why every team in the country wasn't trying to sign that guy yeah. I think he's the best defender I've seen at Spurs possibly in my lifetime I think he's fantastic he's our best signing uh, this year I think I think he's our best player yeah. full yeah. stop He's, he was the gap that we needed to fill. Like we we had loads of different players we tried in there. We had five different players we tried last season, and he's just 
he's just so much more reliable doesn't make any mistakes which is so very un Tottenham which is great and he hits a diagonal ball like Dawson Ooh. used to except his one goes to people <laughs> that's <laughs> true yeah Dawson's just straight, straight off the stand now on the, on yeah. the shelf they were, they were definitely yeah. diagonal but not so much to the guy they were just diagonal to no one yeah <laughs> but people talk about a striker's instinct and the way that strikers just find the right space at the right time in the box they just make the runs he has the defender's instinct the number of times he is just in that right position. It, it happened again against Swansea on the weekend, and he made that block. I forget the guy's name, the Swansea forward, but 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 he was just there. And they, it was kind of like, oh, that's a bit unfortunate. It's hit Alderweireld. No, it wasn't unfortunate. He has that instinct. He gets in those positions, makes those blocks. He is an, he is an extraordinary player. Never mind Harry Kane. If Harry Kane got injured, our chances would be scuppered. I think if Toby Alderweireld got injured, that would be a bigger problem. And also, he's apparently a very very big personality in the dressing room as well and a real leader, a leader and, uh, and yeah. the players have all looked up to him he's obviously you know before his injury raised Jan Vertonghen's game as well so uh, it's not just that's, on the pitch that's true I think Vertonghen definitely worked harder once he started being alongside him I don't know what that was what happened but yeah it's definitely brought the best out of him and that's great as well because now you've got Vimmer as well who's done exceptionally well really now nice, you're looking yeah, at great. it and going well what's Jan Vertonghen going to get back in yeah he's got a real presence as well he's a, he's a, he's a big lad isn't he I mean, yeah. facially, he looks like a, a Sunday league player. Yeah. <laughs> when you look, do you know what I mean? You know, some players just look at him and you go, you don't look like a professional footballer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he's, he's, he's been great. I'll tell you who's um, also uh, has been... Big Austrian, you. He's, he's <laughs> a huge Austrian. Um, the, uh, uh, Danny Rose as well, uh, Simon. He was another person who... Uh, um, there was a thing, I don't know if you saw that today. I think it was today in the, uh, in the evening standard. I've got it right here. Let's just check. What's saying Eric Lamella? Yes, yes. Mm. His actual quote was, uh, Rose said, before the Man City game... Um, I was having dinner with Eric Lamella and I was still asking him if he reckoned we can finish top four. I've never seen someone look at me with such disgust. He said, my friend, <laughs> we can win the league. <laughs> Lamella. Hmm. Lamella, who I read the other week, has committed more fouls than, yeah. than any yes, other Premier good. League player. That's what we need. We need more fouling. That's <laughs> For years, we've been such a soft touch. And I think players like Lamella, who you would look at and go, I don't think he's going to be doing too many fouls. But he is, isn't he? And he that's great. He gets I, stuck in, doesn't he? I think that was a piece by Barney Rone, wasn't it? No, it was a fascinating piece because he, what he was implying, I think, and no, actually he wasn't implying, I think he, he, he said it quite overtly, was that what Pochettino has brought, other than the great work ethic and team spirit and all the rest of it, is he's brought a kind of Argentinian nous to Tottenham. Yeah, we play beautiful football, we're really kind of exciting people, but my God, if we need to stick the boot in, we stick the boot in, but we do it in a way that we often don't get caught. Mm. Uh, Lamella's one of the clumsier of the, of the guys at it, and does tend to get caught, so so that's probably why he's kind of been 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 hit more times than, than the other, but Eric Dyer who's been another sensation. Oh, amazing this season mm. he's not frightened to put the boot in when no, he needs to he, he's proper box to box as well isn't he I mean th- this is what I really like about our play this year as well and, and it, I think it was exemplified in the Swansea game on Sunday is the sort of is the fluidity with the players so I, for a lot of the game Ericsson was, was essentially playing as one of the two holding midfielders or he was playing as, as, as a link really with, with Dyer then you'd also you see Ericsson drop back and Dyer bombing into the box and vice versa Deli Alley dropping back a bit and, um, and Ericsson I, I don't think Ericsson gets the plaudits he deserves for his defensive work I mean there's a few times where he was just nipping the ball off, off people's toes and well he was getting criticism wasn't he about a couple of months ago for what his performances and I think he's really like since that just picked up He's picked up his game massively, or maybe I've just not—I've just noticed it more. Is it um, me, or has he got quicker? 
He's so quick. Quicker. Yeah, I don't remember him being that. No, I, I, was thinking, I was thinking it on Sunday. When did he get that speed from? You know, <laughs> he really <laughs> looks like Usain Bolt when he's going. <laughs> really, really quick. Um, he um, uh, he uh, got the most accurate passes on Sunday with with fifty nine. He uh, uh, quite an interesting start. I read as well that um, uh, only only Son and the two centre backs managed less than two shots on the night, and every outfield player apart from Kevin Vimmer, contributed a pass that resulted in a shot. I mean, that, that bodes well. I mean, we are now getting goals from all over the pitch as well, which, which never happened before. What's the matter with Kevin Vimmer? Why, why can't he shoot? I know, what a loser. <laughs> Get him out. Let's bring, yeah. bring back Fazio. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, you're right, though. I think that's the sign of a good turn. That's what Man United did back in the 90s, wasn't it? They spread it out amongst everyone. And I think that's exactly what you want because you can't rely on one guy all the time. I think those, those days of football are gone. I don't think you can have one forward who scores everything for you. You know, Darren Bent's gone. We've got to let that go. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, we, we should be spreading it. And we've got talented players. They can all, like, three or four of them can play up front on their own as well which yeah, my I think missus it's could have scored that one <laughs> I, don't, I think Rose could play up front I mean they're, they're not, not only his, his goal but also that, that shot that got tipped over the bar by Fabianski quick mention of Fabianski as well yeah. both yeah. keepers I thought were, yeah. were absolutely yeah. outstanding well Laurie's Astonishing save! That, that was ridiculous. Well. Absolutely astonishing. It was one of those ones that because I I, 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 um, I stand in the uh, in the lower east, um, and because it was up the other end of the pitch, you saw it and you sort of almost did a double take and went, "Was that as amazing as it looked from this far away?" And then you watch the highlights. Oh yeah, no, it was. It was. It was. It was an amazing save. Mind you, Fabianski's one-handed save from uh, from Ericsson was yeah, that was was, was was pretty special. That was another one that looked great on the highlights because they did the whole oh, is it over the line? No, yeah, it was that, that was that one, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, <laughs> yeah. It was on the right yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah, the Ericsson free kick. Yeah, he did well, Fabianski. The save, the save from Dyer just before halftime was was, was yeah was yeah a top draw absolutely. Top it's good that Dyer was getting in that position as well. I was really pleased yeah. that he was there doing but that. They're all working so hard for each other. I think obviously Ali Ali was injured. Didn't mm. you know there was a should he shouldn't he play? Um, Apparently came off limping heavily, um, but they all they all worked hard around him. I mean, I think Ericsson just raised his game, didn't he, to another level. Um, Deli Ali, I mean, you know, great, he can yeah. he can have a slightly off game and still look one of yeah. the best midfield players. He's a slight doubt. Um, apparently, they, they're going to yeah. have to assess his fitness for Wednesday. Uh, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, for for, for Wednesday. Yeah. Um, but then Ryan Mason, you know, he, he uh, uh, if, I don't know if you were the Fiorentina game on, on Thursday. I wasn't there. And I watched it. But yeah, uh, I, he he was he was great. I thought, you know, I, I, I always had my doubts about Mason, but then he he had a fantastic yeah. sixty minutes there. In, and again, the atmosphere in that match. Uh, the in the ground was unbelievable it was one of the best nights of European football I've been to for a very long time just for the sheer kind of excitement in the ground and I think that sense that you actually if we'd lost would it have mattered that much so people really were there enjoying it in a way that they can't with those Premier League games when it's so tense yeah. but it was great and Ryan Mason that volley at the end of that oh, game was great. That was the technique fantastic. was amazing wasn't it he's Absolutely a very good amazing. player I think yeah. and he he's, he's just got a lot of very talented players he'll step up yeah, Mason will step up, and you know we're missing Dembele. No, we're not missing Dembele. You know, um, everybody thought, "Oh my God, Dembele's out for ten days." Uh, two crucial games: Arsenal, West Ham. 
well, let's wait and see. I guess we've got to play those games yet. But but also, what an interesting position to be in, because who would have thought that last season we would ever have been going, oh no, Dembele's out for a couple of games. It's true. I mean, yeah. Dembele, he was mm. such a frustrating player. He was a player where you could see how much talent he's got. You could see him drop his shoulder, take a couple of players on. Um, you know, he holds the ball so well. But then you could just see exactly what pass he was going to make. Like, even before he decided to do it, it was that obvious. And they'd, they'd cut the ball out, and you'd be like, all oh, that good work's come to nothing. But whatever Pochettino's done with him as well, he, he's, he's, I mean, he's playing at a completely different level than he I, was I before. think he's definitely one of our most, ta- most talented players, I think. You can just see it. When he gets the ball, no one's getting it off him. Like, so it's, strong. Yeah, and it's so, the ball's so near to him. He never knocks it miles ahead and then chases it. He's literally got it at his feet all the time. Uh, it's like the exact opposite of sensible soccer. It's just stuck to his foot. <laughs> <laughs> like... Uh, I, I'm, I'm just so pleased that he's finally come good because I've been saying for years, oh, Dembele, yeah, he should be playing. He's, he's good. But, yeah, for years he was just unreliable. Mm. Uh, it, it, is this, it is this collective thing. I mean, Harry Winks came on against Fiorentina and, you know, a few little touches, but you thought, blimey. It wasn't just that his, touching, his touches were good, but it was the fact that he just seemed to slot straight in. Mm. There was this kid who's, you know, I can't, he may have played earlier in the season in uh, one of the early Europa League games, but he was on and he was knocking the ball around and he just looked part of the unit immediately. And he looks like a good little player as well. And of course, Pritchard, who, who uh, is at West Brom at the moment, but, but I, th- I rate him as well. I think he's a really, really good little player. I've got a friend, uh, a friend who's a Brentford supporter and he was singing his praises so much last year, just saying how fantastic he was. Paul, did you watch the Fiorentina game? Did you see it? I saw the highlights. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought, again, to come back, this is what I think is different this year as well. To come back from the disappointment of going out against Palace in the Cup, which who knows, it may end up being a blessing in disguise, especially if we had a replay. I think that could have really, yeah. really caused mm-hmm. some, uh, some fixture congestion. But to come back after that defeat and come back so strongly against a good yes. Fiorentina side as well, yeah. uh, and, and to win without Harry Kane, and I think psychologically, that was a great performance to, to, to turn out that performance without Kane and I think it answered a few critics including some of us to be honest where, where it seemed absolute madness sheer folly not to have bought a striker in January mm-hmm. and Potocino and finding out that, that Levy was, was more than willing to, mm-hmm. to buy one and that Potocino decided not to and you go that, that is a brave brave decision and at the moment it's looking vindicated well, Levy must love him not only is he getting the results but he doesn't <laughs> yeah. spend the money he's yeah. great I mean, we're, we're, we're bottom of the table yeah. aren't we net spend o- yeah. over the last yeah. five seasons yeah. it's amazing that when you look at that table and we are right at the bottom and we've got first dibs on Gareth Bale <laughs> yeah because of course because of course he's going to want to shell out 100 yeah. million I don't think he's going to open his checkbook for that one somehow <laughs> um, but, the, but the, the Fiorentina game Mason I mean Mason had an absolute blinder Trippier as well Ali again Trippier was, was great I think Trippier's getting better and better by the yeah. way I, I, I was a bit oh, I wasn't sure when I first saw him but, but recently I think in, particularly in Europe I think his performance has been outstanding I mean there is a real I, nobody crosses the ball better than he does in the whole side at the moment I think it, there's a real competitiveness amongst it because there's the four of them mm. and they're switching them a lot it really feels like they're all playing out their skin mm. to, to mm. prove that they're the one that should be playing there and I think it's a situation we've never had with that it was, great, it was great though when Trippier came running onto the pitch to when oh, Rose yeah. scored yeah so that, that, was a, that was nice as well. I mean, it shows the team spirit, doesn't yeah. it? You can, you can see that everyone is fighting together. Yeah. And, and you know, getting rid of the players that he did, um, who are obviously causing some sort of problem as well. Again, sometimes it looked look like madness. You're going, really? You're, you're getting rid of Adebayo? You're paying his wages still? Mm. Um, but yeah, again, it's, it's, I mean, I, I have absolute faith in, uh, in, in Pochettino. 
I, last season I was sort of just going I'm just not sure about this philosophy what's really changed and, mm-hmm. and this season I mean it's just it's extraordinary you do wonder though if we weren't doing so well in the league how much the players would be enjoying those those marathon training <laughs> sessions yeah you know, the, the, the moment they can see it working. But you wonder if we if we weren't, if we were more like sort of around seventh or eighth, whether they would still be buying into his philosophy. Well, you must be doing something where they're enjoying the training. There must be something in it because you know you, you, you're never going to keep putting in that effort unless you're seeing something for it. I mean, Southampton were were, were in and around that kind of position, and the players all talked about how much they love working with him. I mean, they were they were all gutted when he went, weren't they, mm. at Southampton? And he again set the you know he set the, the foundations for what what they've been doing subsequently, and of course bringing Paul Mitchell with him to White Hart Lane. The guy who'd been unearthing all that great talent at Southampton is, it was, a, was a fantastic coup, I think. And it really has shown the amount of games where um, we have been pressing in that second half and scored late. I think we have, we have come back, we've won something like 17 points from a losing position, which is the highest in the Premier League, and that can't be... It's the highest a, by a lot. A coincidence, can it? Yeah, it's the highest by a lot. I think, I think 10, Leicester is the next after us. But as Danny Rose, I think, pointed out, uh, it's not good that we're behind a lot. It's true, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's exciting, though. <laughs> yeah. If you, I mean, if you can win it 2-1, coming back, it's way better than 1-0. But, um, yeah. An interesting, uh, Simon, you, you, you said about our defence, which is the, the major difference this year. Um, I was talking to my cousin after the game, and he reminded me that our biggest defeat this year is 2-1. I mean, it's mm. w- when has that ever happened before? Yeah. We're, we're, you know, whenever you looked at Spurs in the table, even seasons where we were in and around fourth before Arsenal inevitably took o- overtook us, our goal difference would always be, you look at Arsenal's, it'd be like plus 16, and we'd yeah. still be around like zero, or yeah, plus one, or minus two, or minus something. Minus three, yeah. something, yeah. And there'd be like four teams below us who a better goal difference yeah. like, even though we have more points well the, the AVB Sherwood season where we still finish 5th 6th um, and we did really well against against most of the teams except those above us top 4 or 5 and we got absolutely hammered do you remember by all of them yeah every time they played us like yeah. you know City get 5 Chelsea get 3 or 4 you know I think Liverpool, Arsenal may Liverpool. not have done but, but Liverpool yeah. yeah 4 or 5 as well and we just cave in, you know, or we would cave in. It's inconceivable now, I think, that we yeah. would cave in like that. And even if we had a blip, even if we had one game where we shipped a few goals, I don't think that would then set a pattern. I, I think the, the organisation and structure of this defensive unit means that they'd go out a week later and they wouldn't repeat that. Whereas three or four years ago, you could imagine that happening week after week. Mm. Um, and, and as we said, that's, that's not only down to uh, older Virald. Also, uh, obviously, the, the defence generally, whatever they're doing in training, yeah. they're, they're a better unit, as you say. But, all, but also Dyer, yeah. you, you watch Dyer, um, and when you're at the game, and you're just watching, he's constantly, his head is going from left to right, he's thinking, where can I be covering, who's going forward, where should yeah. I be? He's such an, an intelligent football player, and, 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 a, and a good on the ball as well. I mean, quite a few dribbles he attempted yeah, on Sunday. this weekend, he did yeah. really well didn't he he was getting yeah. I was I was I was ready to say I oh, can't pass much but then I watched the game and went oh, yeah. no no well done mate <laughs> he's good a, work he's a Portuguese at heart <laughs> yeah so just looking ahead then to mm-hmm. uh, to games we've got uh, I'm actually going to uh, uh, to Upton Park I still did you go Upton Park do you say Berlin Ground what do you, what do you say Upton Park Upton Park yeah I've always said Upton Park all of a sudden it seems like everyone just calls it the Berlin Ground anyway not to worry £61.50 that's what I'm a bit upset about my Ooh, cousin goes oh, I've got a ticket for you for um, why the one for West Ham <laughs> yeah. it, it'll be rocking it'll be rocking at, the, at Upton it will Park be, it, will, it will be a Their great last outside. game at Upton Park against Spurs they hate Spurs 
Mm, Far yeah. more than we hate them. In our first title winning season for 55 years. I mean, that's, that's a... Yeah. <laughs> our record there's not bad. It's about 3-2, I think, in the last five seasons to us. Three, three wins, two, two defeats. I hate to say it, but they, they're a good outfit this year. Yeah, they, they are. They're doing yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good players and fantastic. They've had some good results. Yeah, they've got some good players, and uh, and Bilic is obviously uh, obviously a, a very good manager. He's galvanised them. It's quite funny as well because you um, Allardyce, uh, who let's be fair, did a, did a job there. You know, he kept them up and he, um, and he and he secured their future in the Premier League. But then he couldn't go quietly, could he? He was he was sort of going, "Well, you just wait and see. You wait and see where they end up this year." Oh, oh, oh well, they've ended there. Just, uh, <laughs> seems to be doing all right without you, mate. Yeah. Yeah. How's, how's Sunderland getting on? <laughs> um, so yeah, so that that'll be. It. I mean, it, it is. I said it in the introduction, but. It really, this could be the most crucial week, I think. Well, Simon says since 1967. <laughs> gonna, I think every week is going to be a crucial week from here. I don't know, but this is a particularly interesting until the one. next one. <laughs> yeah, until the next one. We've got a tough run in. We have. I mean, let's just look, just talking about the running quickly. <laughs> Obviously, <clears throat> excuse me, we've got West Ham on Wednesday and, and Arsenal uh, on Saturday at the lane. Um, now, our running includes Liverpool away, Chelsea away and Man United at home. Now, you just don't know anymore with these teams, do you? You're looking at that, you go, yeah. I mean... You wanted Chelsea earlier in the season rather definitely. than now. Chelsea, Chelsea would be hard. Definitely hard. Yeah, Chelsea away is going to be much harder than Liverpool. Liverpool, Liverpool depends what turns up on the day. I, I, Liverpool are, are us a few seasons ago at the moment. But it's, it's so hard now looking at the fixtures. So, so Arsenal have got us obviously, and they've got West Ham away, Man City away. Uh, Man City have got United at home, Chelsea away, Arsenal at home, and Leicester still have to play Man United and Chelsea away. Although they've got quite, uh, they, they've got a few fixtures like West Brom, Watford, Newcastle, and Crystal Palace. I do think with Leicester. Sorry. Yeah, no, I was just going to say I was, I was I was talking to a West Brom firm the other day, and and we were talking about Leicester's running, and two assumptions: one that that, that everybody is a Leicester fan if they're not. You know, if they're not supporting one of the teams at the top of the table, um, and that they're all basically going to roll over when Leicester turn up, and this West Brom fan was absolutely incandescent, and he said to me, "You have to remember where Leicester have come from. You know, they're one of us, and if you think we're going to roll over for bloody Leicester City when they turn up at uh, at our place, you've got another thing coming." Our job is to remind them gently where they belong and to bring them. Uh, just to reel them in a bit and bring them back. Uh, and that is the problem they're going to have in the next few games. Yeah, just for the listeners, the intensity in your eyes in that was really good. Like, that felt like... <laughs> whoever that guy was, he, he said that. He became him, didn't he? Yeah. He became yeah. him. Yeah. Whoever well, that guy he was, was. He was really... No, no. We do not <laughs> want Leicester City to win the title. It was everything but the black country yeah. accent. <laughs> it's, good. Yeah. it's good that they're doing well. Yeah, no, we're all very good. We're all very happy about that. But the title's a little bit too far. No. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm all for Leicester doing well. Well done. Mm. But they they might have to roll over when their time comes. <laughs> well, well, I had a, a couple of friends. I mentioned this very briefly uh, before we we uh, we started recording. Um, I had a couple of friends who have said that they would because I said, well, if we don't win it, obviously I'd like Leicester to win it. And both of them said no. They said they would rather City won it than Leicester because their rationale was that if Leicester won it, it'd be more frustrating because we go that was our season. We could have had it. Because we can uh, be no, way better than Leicester. No, I, I'm no, just telling no. Don't you shoot the messenger. You can't say that. They, Leicester they, have they been did. outstanding. They um, have been amazing. And Man City winning it is just bleh. I, I agree with you for the record. I'm just, You're uh, just buying the title, aren't you? It re- I think it reinforces my faith in football, in the sport of football. You know, you, you see these clubs going out. Apparently, that 
could never happen again. You know, Leicester, even if they don't win it, getting into the position that they're now in should never be able to happen. For that matter, for where you know, for Spurs with a basically a bunch of young players, most of them English, getting to the position they're in at the moment should never happen. But for Leicester to do that uh, was never supposed to happen. Extraordinary. Well, it's just the difference between this season and last season. And for Chelsea to have the season that they've had at the same time. Perfect. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, well, I I mean, I think... Do you you think that people might have worked Leicester out a little bit now? Norwich on uh, Saturday sat back deep because a lot of Leicester's goals have been scored on the counter-attack and they've got a huge amount of pace. I mean, they're a great team. Let's let's be honest. No, that's not a fluke. You can't, with 11 games to go, be top of the table by, what, three points is it now? Two Mm. points. Two. Um... So, but do you think they might get a few more draws in the running where teams might have worked them out a little bit more and sit a bit deeper? Possibly, I don't know. I mean, I still think they're very good. I mean, Norwich knew they were playing the they were playing their game, trying to stop them in the weekend. They still got found out. Um, they still scored against them. So I think I don't know. It's a really good gameplay they've got. It seems to even when you try and block it, it still works. But but I agree though that that, that Leicester's success has been built on on teams coming at them. Yeah, they've sat back. They did it against us at White Hart Lane. It's a good example in the league, and they play those long balls out into the channels and you've got the you know the guys bombing on into space and when you get a team like Spurs who are pressing very high you've got people like Vardy you've got that acceleration that he's got but they are without Kante aren't they for uh, for a couple of matches yeah. and you know we saw at the in the FA Cup replay that when Leicester's second string come out they're, they're not the first string so if they lose a few of those key players that could be a problem for them. He's um, he's very likable, isn't he, Ranieri as well? I do like Ranieri. Although he's starting to play a few mind games, he uh, apparently came out and said that uh, that we are we are the clear favourites for the title, uh, and Arsenal uh, are second favourites. Wow. <laughs> Little tinker man trying a few mind games there. <laughs> yeah. um, but but he is, um, and, and the fact is, I don't know if you read that he. Um, Apparently, when he arrived at Leicester, the, the, he, uh, he he tried to he had a meeting with the players. He tried to tell them exactly how he wanted to play and the style of play. And they basically, some of the senior players went, "No, no, no that this is what's worked for us." At the end of last season, when Pearson released the shackles and said, "Like you go for it," because we we need wins now, and they carried that momentum in, obviously, from the season. And he listened to them and he adapted his style, which is uh, which is quite interesting for a manager, oh, wow. I think. So they don't even really need him, is what you're saying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just a figurehead. Yeah. The, they need him for the pizzas. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it would be interesting. Arsenal, there was a, there was a good article again in the, uh, in the Standard, I think, today, about how uh, Wenger can't plead poverty anymore as well, because that was always his <laughs> argument before against yeah. uh, you know, uh, Man City, Arsenal, and of course, United as well. Um, whereas that argument goes right out of the window with, with yeah. us and Leicester. Just had a lovely vision of Wenger <laughs> selling the big issue, you know, outside of Chief <laughs> Yeah, I doubt it's got 159 million in the back. <laughs> yeah. So what do, we, what do we think for the uh, for the Arsenal game? Then this is going to be. Uh, I mean, so obviously well, first of all, I think it's amazing that we've gone through an entire Spurs show with the Arsenal game coming up, hardly ever hardly mentioning Arsenal, which is. <laughs> which, and I've done a couple of Spurs shows when Arsenal games have been forthcoming. So I think that's that's a good sign in itself. We're not so obsessed with the only game that matters all season being Arsenal. What about it? Yeah, well, you know, you feel we should do well, but uh, it's still Arsenal at home, and I'm. Always nervous about those games. Uh, yeah. What about you, Paul? No, I, I, I feel quietly confident. I think uh, I genuinely think we've got the beating of them, hmm. and I think they would be more scared about the game than we we are because they're behind and they need it. They, they need it way more than we need it. Hmm. Well, actually, we both need it. But <laughs> the point is, I think they're going to be coming at us, and we can pick them off. 
a bit easier. And um, although we need it and they need it, they need it a little bit more than we need it. Although we need it too, but they need it more. <laughs> they, they, yeah, they that's Everyone that, that's needs that it. all the way playing. He's still injured, isn't he? So, so that's that's good news because he tends to play quite well at White Hart Lane when he turns up. Yeah. Um, Oxley Chamberlain's out still, isn't he? As well, I think. So you know, there's a few. There's a few. Walcott's getting a lot of criticism Walcott as well. Is, yeah, funny, funny that, isn't it? Um, that never changes, does it? Yeah. Let's have, let's have some predictions. Ooh. West Ham. What do, you, what do you reckon for the West uh, Ham? I think that's going to be a 2-0 Tottenham. You're going 2-0? I'm, I'm, I'm coming over all Spursy. I'm, I'm going to go 1-1. I, I'm going to go 1-0 in the tight four victory for us. Ooh. And I'm going one all. I think, for the, uh, for the Arsenal game. Uh, well, I'm going to be the optimist of this group. And I'm going to go with a 2-1 Tottenham. Simon, someone's going ten nil Spurs. I'm going. To, <laughs> my, my, my son Freddie, every 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 match, I always say, "What's what's, what's it going to be?" And he always goes six nil Spurs, six nil, <laughs> be six nil Spurs, six. And and for years, you know, I was telling him, "Stop it, stop it, stop it." So six nil Spurs. Oh, oh let's hope let's hope Freddie's right. Yeah, that I'm going to go with Freddie. I'm not going to predict. I'm going to go with Freddie's prediction. That would be absolutely amazing. And um, let's let's carry on dreaming because I, I mean we. We are in with our best shot, and let's face it, there's still 33 points to play for, but I don't know. I, I just I, There's something about that game Sunday that's really... I, I was thinking, when friends of mine said, um, other football supporters going, oh, you could win the title this year. I was like, don't be so stupid. Don't be so stupid, we'll mess it up. But I actually think this year might be the year. There you go, I'm stating that. It's the, it's, the, it's, the, it's the animals. The, the Watford thing, the animals. You know, I love that. They are like a pack of animals, aren't they? Well, the Spurs, the they, yeah. Yeah, 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 the way we hunt. Absolutely, absolutely, and we do so brilliantly in, in, in the second half. We wear them down, we tire them out. I'm loath to say it's like Barcelona, <laughs> you know that. that, that. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll go that, far. That, that, that But that same mentality that you yeah. hunt in packs, that 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 great Barcelona midfield hunt in packs. Brilliant. Well, thank you very, very much. Got a couple of uh, couple of bits of um, of news. Uh, there's a live Spurs show on Thursday, May the nineteenth, with none other than Ozzy Ardiles and Ricky Villa. You can amazing, amazing! Still the best FA Cup goal ever scored in my mind. Uh, and the uh, you can go to live.spurshow.net for tickets. Join our Facebook, Twitter, and get the new Spurs Show Android app or iPhone apps. You can get them both at spurshow.net. Uh, the guests next week are Daniel Wynn from Ur- uh, and from Uriah Heap, Mick Box. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you, Paul. Thanks. Thank you, Simon. Thank you. Come on, you Spurs. This is a playback media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.